Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, everybody, and I am fired up today, let me tell you. You know, I did Dr. Drew yesterday. I had a great opportunity to sit down with Dr. Drew and uh, Kelly Victory. And uh, actually, Ed Dowd popped in there. So it was a great show. It was a lot of fun. And we laid out a bunch of stuff related to COVID. And you got to understand, yeah, I had an hour. So we didn't have the time to go through everything. But we hit some really key, key data. And the thing that we talked about most was I made the point. Okay, I'm wanting to show you, Dr. Drew, that the government lied. I want to show you that they lied about COVID, they lied about the vaccines, they lied about this, they lied about that, and they kept lying. And then I said that I want to ask this question. If I can show you that they lied, why should you trust them now? Because when do you trust a liar? Okay, so I would recommend everybody take a look at that and help me share it because Dr. Drew's audience is mainstream. And we really want to make sure that this gets to the mainstream. So I took a lot of time. It's a lot of the information for you guys listening. You already knew this, right? Because you're ahead of the curve. You listen to me, so you know what's going on. But uh, repeating this information in a way that the mainstream could see it is crucial. That said, one of the things that I focused on is something I'm going to focus on here. And I'm going to focus on it because we have Alex Jones out there and a bunch of other people, including Mike Lee, Senator Mike Lee from Utah. You know what? I don't know much about Mike Lee, but I might be a fan of him. Uh, what, what's going on here? Mike Lee actually spoke out against the COVID lockdowns or any upcoming COVID lockdowns. God bless you, Mike Lee. Uh, for all the time that I gripe about senators and Congress people and this, that, and other, I can't wait uh, for the opportunity to say thank you to someone. And I hope everybody will say thank you to Mike Lee and share his Twitter and, uh, you know, bring this out because Lee actually, you know, he shared the InfoWars stuff and the fact that these guys are looking at lockdowns again. So this looks very credible. And uh, I don't have a document to prove that they're pushing lockdowns again, but it looks like it. It looks like it, it looks very much like it. And why wouldn't Biden do that? I mean, he needs to steal 2024 to have any chance of winning. I mean, 2024, there's zero chance unless they can uh, have the same sort of corruption that they had in 2020. So, you know, make no mistake, they will do whatever they've got to to win. And, you know, who knows what that's going to do. But I want to talk about this fraud. Now, first thing I want to tell you, let me tell you where I stand on lockdowns. Not just no, but hell no. Hell no. I will not. I have this here still. This is a mask. I keep this here. I also have this here. This stupid thing. I keep these on my desk right in front of me. And they aren't leaving anytime soon. And it's not because they will ever see my face again. It's because I want to remember what it is that we had to deal with and how mad they made me. And I am still very mad. Hell will freeze over before those things see my face again. It ain't happening. I'm not locking down. I didn't lock down the first time. I did exactly what I wanted. When they told me I had to stay in my house for 14 days to flatten the curve, I immediately went out to my giant V8 truck, turned it on, rolled down the windows, and went for a drive and used as much gas as I could possibly use to create global warming. And it made me happy because I was doing two things. I was giving the double barrel salute 
to the jerks that thought they were going to lock me in my house without due process. And I was uh, participating in doing my part to facilitate global warming, which doesn't exist, but, you know. Uh, so well, it's not happening, folks. I'm not wearing a mask. And this time, you know, I had to wear a mask only for flying. It's the only time I wore it. It's the only time I would wear it, and uh, I didn't have, a, you know, for my work, I didn't have a whole lot of option. But I'm going to tell you, they bring it back to the airline industry, I'm not flying. I won't do it. Just not going to do it again. Uh, I will drive or not travel. Those are the two things. I don't care. I am not going to wear masks again. It's never going to happen in this life, ever. I, you know, they didn't work before. They don't work now. And, you know, people say, well, what about my doctor making me wear it? Okay, so here's this thing. If your doctor is that stupid, you need to find a new doctor. Okay? Just don't go there because you're getting bad care. And sometimes bad care is worse than no care. I mean, these guys, listen, it, for a doctor to be promoting masks is, to my mind, malpractice. And I'm going to tell you something. My wife has cancer. My wife has cancer. So she's got all the things that go with it. Um, you know, we're fighting through it. And there's a good, there's, I don't have an issue with alternative medicine. I don't have an issue with traditional medicine, allopathic medicine. Uh, we're doing what we're doing on that. And I hope you'll all pray for her, by the way, and pray for me and pray for our family. You know, that's a hell of a thing. Um, but that aside, uh, she's not wearing a mask. Why would I want her to inhale her own carbon dioxide? Why would we want to poison her with her own germs and the moldy gunk that gets on that? Only time a mask is useful is if you're performing surgery. They don't prevent the transmission of any disease. They don't do anything to, to limit disease spread. They just look stupid on your face. They're great at making sure you don't drool while you're performing surgery over someone. But that's pretty much so the entire purpose of them. God didn't put masks over our face. We didn't grow something that uh, you know clogged our noses and mouths. And we didn't do it because we exhale gunk that we don't want in our bodies. You know that exhaling, you know, we get rid of waste when we exhale? Unless you're wearing a mask, then you just get to re-inhale it. I'm not wearing a mask again. I'm not locking down again. If your store tells me I have to wear a mask, I will not go to your store. It's real simple. Walmart, you bring back masks, I'm not going to Walmart. I don't think that's complicated. Uh, I've put my money where my mouth is, and I've fought this for three-plus years nonstop around the clock. I've lost my financial butt on this fight. Um, I, yeah, I, so don't, so I'm going to, when I say this, I don't want you to hear, oh, Red's a big, rich attorney. He can say this. No, I'm not a big, rich attorney. Uh, in fact, I can't fund keeping the lights on most months. Hopefully you'll donate to Rens Law Gives and Go or to TomRens.com or support our sponsors. But that said, um, your job makes you do it? Quit. Quit. Better to quit than to be vaccinated. Better to quit than to suffer the permanent health effects that many people are suffering right now from the died suddenly vaccines that are mod RNA, not mRNA. They lied and defrauded you. Everything about this is nonsense. Now, I want to turn to the GOP. I'm sorry. If you're a Republican, I'm not sorry. I take that back. I'm not even sort of sorry. If you're a Republican 
and you do anything to promote a lockdown or masks or anything else, you should be thrown out of the party immediately. I am sorry, this is done. If you you are not a Republican, I'm going to go out farther than this. I'm going to tell you something. If you if you do something, if you are a Republican and you go along with another lockdown, another mask, another anything else, you're not just a rhino. You're a traitor to freedom. You're a piece of garbage. You aren't even worth being in the Democrat Party, let alone the Republican Party. You are an absolute enemy of we the people, and we need to vote you out of office and make sure you never come in again. People, we've got to pull together on this, and we cannot comply. We cannot comply. I'm going to tell you that part of this is checking our reaction. Okay, so I can guarantee you this. We have to have a full pandemic in place before the WHO Treaty. Okay, they got the WHO Treaty coming. It's going to be ready to go in 2025. They have to have something going on to get Americans to give up their freedom. They've got to scare us into submission. They're doing gain-of-function research. There's going to be more diseases. There's going to be more this. There's going to be more that. If we comply, if we do this, we give up our freedom, it ain't coming back. It's just that simple. We are at a crossroads in this country, folks. We have an election coming that's the most consequential election in American history. I would say even more so than the Civil War elections. And we have a uh, upcoming pandemic, more pandemics. Alternate. I think that these new mutant strains are a, a thermometer, if you will. These are just a measure to see, you know, how will the American people react? And we'd better react with overwhelming force, saying, "Hell no, hell no," because if there's any way that they can find a way to manipulate us into this, they will. Trust me, they will. They need us to give up our sovereignty and our freedom for the Great Reset to move forward. And the reality is, is this is very simple. Klaus Schwab has said that the Great Reset is, uh, the, you know, the Fourth Industrial Revolution is winner takes all. That's what's happening, folks. Everything about this is planned and measured. They're checking to see what our tolerance is going to be for this. And they're going to try and force it down our throats if we let them. If we, the people, say hell no and we fight strong enough on this, we can still say no. We can still avoid it. If they lock us down again and they force more vaccinations and they do this and they do that, we're done. We're done as a nation. Now, if you're not mad, you should be. I want to share this with you. I shared this on Dr. Drew last night, and uh, it's, it's old. Many of you may have already seen it, but it's been out there, and it bears repeating. This here, and for those of you watching, you can see, but for those of you not, I have on my screen a presentation from Glenn Nowak, Ph.D., who is the Associate Director for Communications from the National Immunization Program. And this was done in 2003 to a trade industry group. And it was about how to sell flu vaccines, right? How to sell flu vaccines. That's what this was. He's a communications director. For the, he works with CDC, DHHS, um, all these different groups. I mean, this, that's what this guy did. So he's telling them how to sell vaccines. So I you know, got this. Uh, and his goal, stated goal of this presentation is uh, to, to you know, increase coverage of vaccines, right? So I'm going to scroll down here a little bit. Uh, I got to I want to get to the relevant parts because there's a lot of garbage here you don't care about. Um, where do we have this? There it is. Recipe that fosters higher interest and demand in the flu vaccine. 
this is where they uh, they start laying out the orders that they gave to the mainstream media. The mainstream media got to take a look at this, and this was their marching orders, right? This is exactly what they did. Uh, now, in this, I would challenge you to read this. Read these slides and replace the word influenza with vaccine, or I'm sorry, influenza with COVID. If you replace the word influenza with COVID, you can see what's going on, right? Uh, immunization season is now every season. Uh, but they want the dominance, or they want COVID to be associated with severe illness and outcomes, occur among people for who it's not perceived as a serious risk. They want kids and healthy adults to die. Because if they can show kids and healthy adults dying, they can scare you. And they want it in major cities. Because if it's in major cities, there's media coverage. They want medical experts and public health authorities talking about dire outcomes and scaring the hell out of you. They want to do that so that they can have significant media interest and attention and frame things as more severe and deadly than, than uh, anybody might otherwise view it. Sound familiar, folks? This is the manipulation that's occurred for the last several years. This is what's happening in the United States. This is what's going on. Continued reports that COVID is causing severe illness, infecting everybody, and that can everybody can be susceptible to it. Uh, serious illness, pictures of kids, families. They want to show the pictures. They can't show you enough dying kids. They love dying kids. These sick, sick, sick bastards love dying kids. They can't get enough of it. Lots of discussions about the importance of vaccination. Uh, a large component of consumer demand is contingent on things they can't control unless they can figure out a way to control them. They want the duration of the disease and resulting illness. They want it to be severe. They want it to be deadly. They want to scare you. They want to create a perception or sense that people are falling ill, a perception or sense that people are experiencing bad illness, and the, to people to feel vulnerable to contracting the disease or illness. They want you scared, folks. They want you terrified. Here they talk about the people that are the problem, right? So you can you can get you know, a couple of these segments to change uh, change behavior pretty easy. But these other guys, these guys are skeptical and they don't believe it. And those are the ones we got to really get to, right? And here's the real one right here. Some component of success, i.e. higher demand for the COVID vaccine, stems from media stories and information that create motivating, i.e. high levels of concern and anxiety about COVID. Huh. Inducing worry, raised anxiety and concern in people uh, might be unethical, but they don't care. Because if you think you can inform and warn people and get them to take actions, you're fooling yourself. It's not possible. It's like breaking up with your boyfriend without hurting his feelings. It can't be done. Oh, really? You piece of garbage. You piece of human excrement. And then they say it's hard to create levels of concern and anxiety about COVID and thus interest in the vaccine when people aren't afraid. That's what this actually means. Or when they find out that the vaccine effectiveness doesn't meet expectation, when they find out the COVID vax doesn't work. In fact, it just kills you. 
this is what we're dealing with, folks. This is what we're dealing with. Outright fraud, intentionally misleading the public. This is from 2003. They've been practicing scaring you for decades. They've been studying scaring you for decades. They perfected it with COVID. They changed the death counts. They lied. Everything they did was a lie. And you're going to lock down again? When do you trust a liar? Our government is a bunch of liars and crooks. Our government has become the enemy of the people. We need to unelect everybody there and find new people. Hey, Mitch McConnell, you need to go. This corruption was unacceptable. It is unacceptable, and it's continuing. The use of fear is occurring again. We have the media talking about their new dangerous mutant strain of whatever because the media is a bunch of crooks controlled by the CDC and these other liars, and most of these media sycophants are too stupid to know what's going on. I'm laying it out here. I challenge anybody to argue with me on this. This has been fraud from the beginning. It's fraud now, and it will be fraud till the end of time. Do not comply, folks. Do not comply. If you comply, you're part of the problem. You are part of the problem, and you are as stupid and as ignorant as the people pushing this. Support us at TomRens.com. Share this show. Support our Rumble channel and our locals. We'll be right back. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Okay, welcome back, everybody. I am just fussy, fussy, fussy as can be about this, right? And uh, I don't think there's anything more important we can do than to ensure that there is no more lockdowns, no more fraud like this uh, in the United States. Now, I'm looking, and I want to be real honest here. I'm looking over, and I'm seeing things in my stack, lots of important things. So we got, you know, Joe Biden. 
just the biggest piece of crap on the planet. I mean, the only thing worse than Obama is Biden because Biden actually sells out to Obama. He lets Obama run the show because he doesn't care who's paying him off or what it does. He just takes, he's like McConnell. Biden and McConnell got to be friends. They'd sell out to anyone for anything because they just got no spine and they stand for nothing. Uh, you know, Obama may be a total evil monster and uh, he may be married to a dude. No, I'm kidding. That's so wrong. Um, is it? Anyways, um, I'm just kidding here, folks. I, I just like winding the watches. Uh, but here's the thing. At least Obama stands for something. It may be evil what he stands for, but Biden doesn't even stand for evil. He stands for nothing, just whoever's got the biggest check. Well, Biden goes over to Maui and he says, guess what? You all burned down. I'll give you 700 bucks and I'm going to send Ukraine 70 billion because we like Nazis and, you know, that's important. And Ukraine's got Nazis, so we're going to fund them. And uh, good luck. And let me tell you about uh, myself. Okay. Uh, then I look and I see a bunch of stuff, Zelensky and Ukraine and how we got to get out of there. And they're right. We do. Why the hell are we sending hundreds of billions of dollars to support Nazis? Why does Mitch McConnell like Nazis? Why does Nancy Pelosi like Nazis? Because there's, there are literally Nazis in the regimes, in the military of Ukraine. They literally have Nazi regiments. So why, why do Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden continue to support Nazis? I don't understand it. What's the value? Why do we keep saying, oh, dude, whatever we got to do, we're going to support Ukraine. Why? Why are you supporting a country that has Nazis? That's always a bad idea. Like, I don't care. You don't have to. This isn't like something we really got to discuss. Supporting Nazis is a bad idea. That's why anti-Semites like George Soros and Yuval Noah Harari, who love the Nazis in Ukraine, uh, you know, they're, they're, we can't support them either. If you like Nazis, I don't like you. It's just that simple. Right? So we've got that going on. Uh, I see more stuff over here. We've got, you know, uh, more stuff about, you know, Biden getting bought off. Uh, I do like that the, the Maui residents chanted F you to Biden as he as he shows up. I mean, that I loved. Um, we've got all these different things. And let me tell you what, I collectively don't care. I can't say that. I can't say I don't care. But I, this is second. It's secondary. There are two things that cannot wait in this country. One is COVID and two is the election. And they're intertwined. You can't have one without the other. Okay, the, the health freedom, the tax on our freedom through health care are the centerpiece of the Great Reset. They have facilitated the election fraud that occurred in 2020. They have facilitated the election fraud that will occur in 2024. And they facilitated the election fraud that occurred in 2022. You didn't have drop boxes, laws change, all these different things that occur, but for the 2020 COVID lockdowns. And, you know, there's going to be more. They're going to try and push more. So, folks, if you want a free and fair election, you better make sure we don't have any more of this fraud. Now, remember... They don't have to lock down the whole country for this to work. They just need to make sure that they've got COVID lockdowns in the right 17 or 18 cities or counties around the country to steal the presidential election again, just like they did in 2020. So th those Democrat strongholds, which are Democrat strongholds, are very likely to try and fraudulently lock down again so that they can have all the same restrictions so that they can replay 2020.
Why wouldn't they? It worked great in 2020. You know, and they know we're watching. So they're going to make it as hard as possible. They want to steal these elections. They know Joe Biden can't win. Biden's an idiot. They're literally chanting F you, Joe Biden, as he shows up to do a speech about the fires. He can't win, folks. They can't steal it enough to make it credible that he stole this election again, right? There's no way. So, But, you know, I, I've got a lot of friends who say, nothing more important than the election. Well, then you'd better wake up and start caring about health freedom because guess what? They're tied together. They stole 2020 because of COVID. They stole 2022 because of the changes from COVID. They're going to steal 2024 unless we fix this. It's time for us to wake up and to deal with the real problems. And guess what? Zelensky's a crook. McConnell's a crook. Yeah, Ukraine's full of Nazis. There's problems. But here's the thing. Four more years of Joe Biden and we don't have a country. Four more years of Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama, Big Mike. No country. This country's gone if we don't get someone good in that White House. My number one's Trump. My number two is Kennedy. Everybody else isn't even on the picture. Okay, they're not even in the picture. I've got too much stuff. You know, a lot of uh, you know a lot of people out there talking about this guy, that guy. I don't care. I got two guys in my election picture. Number one is Trump. He's the guy I'm supporting. And number two is Bobby. Okay, that's where it is for me right now. But regardless. And even if someone else shows up or something happens, okay, whatever, we have to make sure that we can get this election. We cannot do it with more COVID fraud. Now, I want to show you guys something. I want to show you guys more fraud because there's a lot more fraud to show. For those of you watching, I hope you subscribe to my locals. If you're not subscribed to my locals, you won't see this. Um, but I'm bringing up on my screen right now this letter from the National Vital Statistics System that's dated March 24th, 2020. I want to go through this letter with you, okay? A lot of people have forgotten the fraud that was COVID. Well, let me share this letter with you. This email is to alert you that the newly introduced ICD code has been implemented accurately capture mortality data for COVID-19 on death certificates. That's a lie, folks. It was actually implemented wrongly so that they could inaccurately capture mortality data for COVID. Let me explain. The new ICD code for coronavirus is U071. Okay, so globally, U071 meant confirmed COVID. In the United States, we didn't use U072. Now you'll see the WHO provided a second code, U072, for unconfirmed or inconclusive diagnosis of COVID. We didn't do that. Anybody who might have COVID was called COVID. If you coughed when you died, you get called a COVID death, even if you were hit by a bus. This is where they make that happen, right? This letter is where it happened. Implemented immediately. Uh, this just says right here, the rules for coding and selection of underlying cause of death are expected to result in COVID-19 being the underlying cause of death more often than not. They wanted you to drum up COVID numbers. 
This is not questionable, folks. This is the, the from the Department of Health and Human Services. This is them telling everybody how to do this, right? Uh, if a death certificate reports COVID without identifying and explicitly stating that it is not COVID-19, they will follow up and ask you whether it was COVID-19. Uh, it's real simple. If it's not COVID, we're going to ask you. However, it's preferable and more straightforward for certifiers to use the standard COVID terminology. They want it to be COVID-19, right? A death certificate terms probable or likely will still be COVID-19. Okay, so no matter what you get, it's COVID-19. If pending COVID testing is reported on the death certificate, it's considered a pending report, but uh, and uh, they expect that they'll get an updated record that will likely result in uh, it being confirmed COVID, and they will follow up to ensure that. So they're going to follow up again, right? Uh, they're going to anything that's not sh certainly can called COVID. They're going to follow up. They want to make sure that you know uh, that this is in there and in their system, and uh, they want to do everything they can. Uh, COVID should be reported on death certificates if it caused or is assumed to have caused or contributed to death. So if you assume that COVID contributed to death, it should be the cause. It should be reported as the cause of death. I mean, it's just that simple. I mean, it, it, if you had COPD or asthma, they go into part two, which means they're not the cause of death. This is fraud, folks. This was fraud done uh, to facilitate drummed up COVID numbers. Now, remember, I just showed you the presentation. They need to have fear and anxiety. Fear and anxiety create people getting vaccines. This whole thing was about pushing these vaccines. Everything about this was a wealth transfer. Shut down and destroy small businesses and send all your money to the vaccine companies. Now, where are Rand Paul and Jim Jordan? I have yet to see Rand Paul or Jim Jordan ask why it is that this whole program was designed to push vaccines that were unsafe and ineffective mod RNA vaccines. Where are the Republicans? Where are our leaders, our brave leaders? Where are the brave Jim Jordan and Rand Pauls, the guys who are willing to stand up and go after Anthony Fauci, who's retired? Where are they asking about big pharma and mod RNA? Where are they about asking about the fact that the DOD created this, knew it was created, and facilitated its creation way back in the mid-20-teens? Oh, you think Moderna patented the gene sequence uh, in, in 20, what was it, 2015-ish uh, by accident? You think it's a coincidence? I don't think so, folks. Folks, this is an absolute conspiracy. And it's not a conspiracy theory. We've got, I just showed you. I literally just showed you. Right here it is. Here it is, folks. Let me remind you. National Vital Statistics System. They literally say, right here, right here. Let me read it again. Caused or is assumed to have or caused or contributed to death. Doesn't even matter. Just call it a COVID death to scare the hell out of people. I got this one too. You want to see the other one? I can show you the other one. Uh, the doctor, hey, we need high levels of fear and anxiety to get you guys to take these vaccines because you aren't going to want to poison yourself otherwise. You want to know what's going on? This isn't complicated, folks. This isn't complicated. 
This was a masterful conspiracy. It was masterfully implemented, but it's not complicated. Now, you've been lied to and manipulated for three and a half years. Are you going to let it continue? Are you going to lock down? You say, well, there's nothing I can do. I'll just put my mask back on. Yeah, there is something you can do. Don't put your mask back on. Don't. Tell your local government, if you implement anything COVID-related, we're coming after you next election, every one of you. We're going to get you all voted out. Ask your local government to pass anti-COVID lockdown uh, legislation. Ask them to pass all sorts of things. I'm sorry, folks. We either stand up and, and stop this or we lose our country. The 2024 election will not be fair if there are COVID lockdowns or any other lockdowns or any other health emergencies. They can use emergency powers to manipulate these elections in more ways than I can count, and they will. Okay, they will. Whether it's a climate emergency, I mean, we keep having fires. They want the climate emergency. That's what they really want, is because the climate emergency will never end. They, if they can get a climate emergency declared on a national level, there's no reason for it to ever end, right? I'm getting where I will sue their butts off on that, and I look forward to it if it happens, and I've got the case on that one. But at the end of the day, a climate emergency would never end. They're trying to make the health emergencies never end, but they can't get us to just fall in line. We keep not being afraid enough. And now that they've demonstrated that they're liars, and as we, okay, so here's the key, folks. Here's the key. I'm going to interrupt my own thought stream because I want to share this with you. Folks, why do I do this show? Why did a lawyer start pushing media everywhere? Why did a guy who doesn't want to be known start doing this? Because if we can get the truth out there, if enough people realize that our government lied to us, they defrauded us, they manipulated us, that the deep state is real and that the deep state was behind the 2020 election, they were behind COVID, they're behind all of this stuff, then we can fight back. We can stop it. We cannot do it any other way. This will not happen through a single court case. This will not happen through passing a single law. This happens over time by us waking up, recognizing that the government has become the enemy of the people it's governing and taking back control through peaceful and political mechanisms, but by standing strong. If you put on a mask, you are selling out your children's future. It's just that simple. Now, there are still some morons that have never taken their masks off. Those people have a mental disorder. If you're still wearing a mask, I think you've got a mental disorder. It's some sort of a paranoia, something like that. You've refused to look at any facts, any reality. There is no reason for you ever to have worn a mask. And at this point, you're probably going to have health trouble from all the microplastics you've inhaled from these masks, along with all the, the self, the gunk that you've inhaled from breathing your own garbage for the last three years. But anybody that, that has you know, taken these masks off doesn't want to wear them and doesn't have a mental disorder, puts a mask back on, you're the problem. You're the problem. You're a coward and you're weak. If you put a mask back on, you are selling out your children's future because it's easier to just go along and get along. And folks, we're not at a point where going along to get along is an acceptable thing anymore. 
If they lock down again, if they force us to mask again, guess what? If you go to college and they tell you you have to wear a mask, quit. Go to a different college. Leave. I don't care. I'm sorry. There are things in this world worth standing for. Don't tell me, well, I've got three years and it's too much. I don't care. You're part of the problem if you put a mask back on. It's political speech at this point. There's no valid reason to wear a mask. There's no benefits. There's nothing. I mean, we've got all the studies. They know the studies were lies. They know that there was never a reason to wear a mask. I had in 2020 the data showing that masks don't work. I put it out there. I sued. I had it there. We knew that they didn't work. Everybody knew they didn't work. They just lied. Just that simple. The courts didn't do anything because the courts, I think, made terrible decisions. But they did. At the end of the day, folks, you, the courts, the people, we've all been manipulated. We've all been lied to. I just showed you. I just showed you. I showed you the document on death counts, and I showed you that they were intending to scare you. Are you going to fall for it again? Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Are you an idiot? Are you a coward? Are you spineless? What are you? Are you going to stand for your children? Are you going to stand for our future? Are you going to stand for the United States of American freedom? Or are you going to sell out? Because it's easier to go along and get along. It's easier to stand for nothing. Because you don't want to offend anybody. You don't want to hurt their feelings or get made fun of. Time to man up, folks. Share the Tom Wren Show. Share the America Out Loud Network. Share, share, share. TomRens.com. Support us on our Give, Send, Go. And at TomRens.com, we'll be right back. While the cancel culture destroys our history, bringing crime and terror to city streets, AmericaOutloud.news will enhance its own message of love and honor for the American traditions and constitutional values that have always been the backbone of what America means. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome to the world-famous Stack O Stuff segment. It doesn't get better than Stack of Stuff, does it? No, it can't. All right, where are we going to start? Let's start today with, well... A uh, less than happy story. 
about uh, Reggie Cheney, who died suddenly. Uh, he helped Houston. He's a college basketball player, 23 years old. Helped Houston get to the Final Four. And uh, he's getting ready to start his professional career in Greece. And he's dead, uh, which is really a sad, sad thing. Uh, cause of death was not immediately known. I can't imagine what could cause a 23-year-old professional basketball player to die. Uh, I mean, clearly, it's a random and shocking thing. I mean, he's young, he's healthy, great shape. I mean, professional basketball player, uh, you know, 100-plus games at Houston. So, I mean, clearly no underlying health conditions that were causing problems then, right? I mean, he looks like he was in great shape. And, uh, you know, just a, a great athlete. Um, everything points to him being healthy as can be. Uh, this, this article, interestingly enough, is in the Daily Mail. Uh, the one thing that it does not note, at least not that I could see, is his vaccine status. Was Reggie Cheney vaccinated? I wonder why that's not mentioned. Seems odd. You'd think that that would be there, huh? Yeah, well, we'll let our curiosity get the best of us here. Okay, headline campus reform. San Diego State University subjects cancer biologist applicants to DEI litmus test because we don't actually cure, care about curing cancer. If we cared about curing cancer, we would ask that the most qualified people become uh, cancer biologists. But, but... Uh, in order to be considered for the job, a candidate must satisfy criteria such as having, quote, research interests that contribute to diversity and equal opportunity in higher education. Well, I mean, who doesn't want to research that as a cure for cancer? I, if I was a cancer biologist, the number one thing I would be worried about is uh, diversity and equal opportunity in higher education. That's really key to being a good cancer biologist, right? Uh, so they they need to satisfy two or more of the eight building on inclusive uh, excellence criteria uh, that that are uh, a part of this to be considered, right? And that's really what's important here: the building on inclusive excellence criteria. Now, you might be asking yourself, what is the building on inclusive excellence criteria? Well, let's, let's look at it. Um, are you committed to engaging in service with underrepresented populations within the discipline? Uh, well, I mean, if you're underrepresented in the discipline of cancer biology, I guess you should want to engage with them. I, I don't know who that would be. I would think that you'd want the most qualified people engaged in cancer biology, but that's just me. How about has demonstrated knowledge of the barriers for underrepresented students and faculty within cancer biology. Well, the only barrier that should be there is, are you smart enough to do it? It's cancer biology. Yes, and it's complicated. I don't know. I haven't done it. But I don't know what other barrier there would be. I, we've got laws against racism and sexism. What other, what is there? And, you know, I mean, isn't this just a merit system? No. How about has experience or has demonstrated commitment to teaching and mentoring underrepresented students? 
Well, I guess that could make sense because, you know, I mean, if they're underrepresented, my guess would be that it's because they're not qualified. They probably would need extra tutoring. tutoring. So teaching and mentoring them would make sense. Okay, so help the dumb ones. Okay. Um, Has experience or has demonstrated commitment to integrating understanding of underrepresented populations and communities into research? Well, I don't know what that would have to do with cancer biology. You can only research cancer in certain people. I mean, isn't cancer cancer? Anyways. Uh, Has experience in or has demonstrated commitment to extending knowledge of opportunities and challenges in achieving artistic scholarly success to members of an underrepresented... Well, I do want my cancer biologist to be able to draw good stick figures. Uh, If you can draw stick figure cartoons, I mean, artistic success uh, in underrepresented groups, that's important, no doubt. Um, Experience in or has demonstrated a commitment to, to research that engages underrepresented communities. Yeah, that's a... Yeah. Um, has experience, expertise or demonstrated commitment to developing expertise in cro- cross-cultural communication and collaboration. It's cancer biology. What, what sort of cross-cultural communication is there in cancer biology? Uh, and has research interests that contribute to diversity and equal opportunity in higher education. Well, that's certainly important for cancer biology. Folks, luckily for you, uh, San Diego State University is ensuring that the cancer biologists that they produce will have a great deal of background in communicating and looking at art from underrepresented populations and stuff. I don't know. I think there might be a niner in there. I don't even know what the hell this is talking about, folks. This is the dumbest thing. This is a cancer biologist. I mean, shouldn't your focus be who's going to be best at curing cancer? It's cancer, for God's sakes. Apparently, it's just a money grab for you because you don't even care about it as long as it's DEI, right? I mean, there's 11 positions being offered, and it's an NIH-funded diversity program. I mean, so... Uh, I guess that tells you all you really need to know. Uh, I mean, it's, it's done. It's probably an NIH requirement, to be honest. It's probably part of the grant. Uh, I mean, we, uh, we've got, uh, I mean, they're talking about colonization and slavery and all this just gobbledygook garbage for a cancer biologist. Okay. Uh, sometimes I just, I don't know. Okay, headline. China is behind the push against gas. Well, what does that mean? Well, this is a story uh, talking about uh, the gas stoves, because, you know, gas stoves are easy, uh, easily the uh, root cause of all evil. And uh, what got my attention in this is that they talked to uh, Dr. Harvey Risch, who I like and admire as a... Uh, Scientist, that guy is scary brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, and, you know, it's interesting. I, you talk to people, and it doesn't take real long to size them up. 
you can talk to a guy and you can usually tell within the first few minutes whether they're you know, smart guy, dumb guy, somewhere in the middle. Rish is one of those guys you can talk to for about three seconds and you're like, yeah, I don't even know if I can understand what you're saying. Uh, he just, he's a crazy, crazy smart man. So, uh, yeah, uh, you've got this, this garbage study that said that gas stoves contribute to childhood asthma. So they ask Harvey Risch, Dr. Harvey Risch, uh, super smart guy from Yale University, whether or not this study was any good. And he says, quote, this paper does not do any research on the possible association between residential natural gas use and the risk of childhood asthma. It only calculates the percentage or percent of childhood asthma that could be attributable to the residential natural gas use and the risk of childhood asthma. So that's what you call a missed target. They missed the target. They, they, and that's not an official name, by the way. But this study, you know, all it did was just, yep, this many kids who live in houses with natural gas got uh, asthma. But that doesn't in any way statistically have, uh, it's irrelevant. It, it's, it's meaningless. It, it shows nothing. It doesn't mean that it caused asthma. I mean, that's like saying, you know, how many people are in houses with uh, tile roofs that have, uh, I don't know, sprained ankles? So what? What's that got to do with it? You got to have something to show that there's some reason for causation. I mean, you there's some. It's called the Bradford Hill criteria, right? That's that's how you determine causation. It's a it's a scientific thing, right? But there's criteria. That's one of the, there's more than one way to look at that, but uh, yeah, that's one of the, but the causation is something that just because two things exist doesn't mean that they're ca- there's a causal relationship. And that's what this did. So you got this study, um, you know, uh, Rich called it ethically dubious. I think that's a very kind way of saying it is absolutely crook, but it was funded by none other than China who is at war with everything uh, that is, uh, well, uh, gas or oil or anything else. China knows that uh, the best way to destroy the American economy is to destroy the inflation. We're, we're a petrodollar. The petrodollar is a global thing. They're trying to destroy the petrodollar. You know, they're trying to bring BRICS and bring Saudi Arabia into BRICS. Uh, they want to destroy the petrodollar period, and the best way to do that is to destroy petrol. And to create an alternative, that's what they're doing. This is CCP. That's that's what's behind the whole global warming fraud. That's what's going on here, and you know it is what it is. Okay. This one's quick. Bill Gates unveils his preferred national digital ID program. Okay, so CBDCs, Unified Ledger, all this is about universal surveillance, and universal surveillance only works if you have a universal ID. So the national ID program is uh, something that, that the globalists are pushing so that they can track everything that you do. And uh, one of the things they're looking at is this program. Gates likes this program called MOSIP, M-O-S-I-P. And uh, it's apparently some sort of an open source technology. Uh, but basically, it doesn't really matter what it is. Um, one of the things that's interesting is the recurring theme in this is that uh, if you can't prove your identity, then you can't access services related. And they're saying government services and this, that, and other. 
Well, that sounds an awful lot like if uh, you don't have the mark of the beast, you can't participate in commerce to me. Um, I just, you know, I'm not trying to be biblical here on it, but I'm being biblical on it. It's just this digital ID stuff is, I don't know what it is. If there's ever been anything in human history that strikes me as mark of the beast-ish, it's that. All right? All right. Slay news. Biden cracks jokes during Hawaii speech, compares Maui wildfires to a minor kitchen fire at his house. So you've got Biden. There's a nice picture of him looking confused. I think he's pooping in his diaper when this picture is being taken. I, I, I really do. Um, he, he finally, you know, he makes his way to Hawaii, he really put himself out there to go there. Um, he was not, by the way, while in Hawaii, staying in the burned out disaster area. Um, the, the, from what I hear, he was staying in a pretty nice place. Uh, he didn't stay with we the people who didn't have homes or whose children were burnt alive. Uh, he just uh, gave a speech and stood up there on the podium. He looked confused, um, stared around, had no idea where he was at. I think he pooped in his diaper a few times. Um, it was bad, folks. It was really bad. I mean, you know, you got potentially, you know, a thousand plus people dead. God knows how many kids. And, uh, I mean, this is a disaster. It's a disaster. Um, uh, and the disaster was intentional. I mean, you've got this lunatic working for Hawaii that says that water is an equity thing and we have to have a discussion about it before we put out a fire. That guy's not fired yet. I mean, that guy is still in his job. Can anybody explain this? These people, they couldn't get water to put out the fire. They just let these people die. No, no alarms, no anything. They didn't turn off the electric. They did nothing. This is one of the most egregious attacks on the American public in years. And I say attacks because at some point you have to ask yourself, how many stupid things have to occur before it goes from being accidental to intentional? I mean, negligence to gross negligence. Or recklessness. I mean, you know when there's a fire, you turn off the power. Everybody knows that. I mean, I was a fireman. It's one of the first things you do. There's fire, you get rid of the power. Cut the power. It's a standard process. Everybody knows that. It doesn't matter where you're at. If you're a fireman, you know that. Why was there? Why is the power on everywhere? Why was there no water? How about that one? Did you, well, you didn't know you needed water to fight a fire? I mean, this is unexcusable. Meanwhile, they, they're they going after Donald Trump. Are they going to go after these people for murder? Conspiracy to commit murder, all these different things. What are they going to go after these people for? Because they keep, they keep going after Donald Trump for some fake insurrection, nonsense, J6 stuff, election stuff. I mean, they keep going after Trump for nothing. Are they going to go after these people? What are they going to do here? I don't know, folks. Um This is uh, this is just this is just mind blowing. Uh, uh, quoting Biden, okay. Uh, we have a little sense, Jill and I, uh, what it's like to lose a home, uh, and then he started to talk about a kitchen fire. Uh, and he talks about back in the day. 
uh, a big pond, a wire went down, and uh, air conditioning duct, heating duct, I don't know, got hit. And I uh, almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, and my cat, he said, chuckling. Because it's funny to make jokes about fires to people whose babies just died. I think that's hilarious, right? That's hilarious. Folks, this is incredible. This guy's a buffoon. He's an embarrassment to the country. He's an embarrassment to himself. I don't even know. Meanwhile, uh, exclusive, left of CNN uh, cameraman Jaden X plotted J6 riot on Antifa Discord surfers. Met up with Ray Epps before going to the Capitol, Jaden X's brother says. Okay, so apparently uh, this Jaden X, who's a CNN cameraman, was in on planning this with Ray Epps. And everything. Why is it that all the leftists were involved with planning J6? I mean, I don't know any actual right-wing people that were involved with anything. I see a lot of them that were set up for it and, you know, that they tried to make look like they did things. But everything I see is, you know, I mean, these guys are talking about they're literally talking about leftists plotted in private messages to distribute Trump hats to fellow leftists to falsely smear Trump supporters as being violent. So are you telling me that they've got server uh, messages on these servers about these guys planning this to set it up as a Trump thing? You talk about exo- being exonerated. Where is this? Where is this on the Trump indictments? Where are these things? I want to see these, right? All fraud, folks. All fraud. It's all fraud. I appreciate you listening. Share this show. Share TomRens.com. Support our Rens Log. It's and go. We'll be back soon. <laughs>